Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you. Happy Monday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Today, we are going to talk about how to act around the family when you meet the girlfriend's family, how to meet the in-laws, how to meet the dad, how to deal with him, how to eat the mom and the brothers and everything like that. And I've had a ton of experience with this. And outside of only a couple mothers, I've crushed it every single time. So I want to let you know exactly how I did that. This podcast was actually suggested by a listener and he wrote me and he said, hey man, would you take recommendations for what to talk about in a podcast? And I was like, hell yeah, brother, send them to me. And he had a lot of really great ideas where that was concerned and this was one of them. So if you guys ever have an idea for a podcast that you want to hear, go ahead and send me an email and I'll definitely take it under consideration. You know, I'm always looking for new podcast ideas and uh, this was a good one. So I went ahead and moved forward with it. Joseph, thank you very much for that, my brother. I do appreciate it. Before we jump into the content, I wanted to thank all of you for the awesome reviews. Uh, I had another guy write me named Patrick and he was like, yo, Mark, I left you a review, but it took me a while to get a name that iTunes would actually accept. So I know you guys go through a lot of David Hasselhoff in order to just leave me a review. So if you've done it, I want to smack you on the ass one more time because I know it's a complete hassle. I'll have to do it. And uh, I know it takes a lot of energy and effort. And believe me, I, I really, really appreciate it. I send you a silent thank you. And what I talked about a few podcasts ago is I was thinking about naming a camp after you, one of my hunting camps, one of my spike camps, one of my car camping camps, car camping camps, yep, or one of my kayaking off the river camps after you. And Patrick, brother, you got a camp named after you, my dude. You got a camp named after you. So I really do appreciate that. So hit me up, guys, if you leave a review. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and blow, I will send you the conversation sniper, 150 deadly one-liners to build attraction, guide to the female orgasm, how to make her spray like a goddamn octopus all over your bed, and three texts that build massive attraction in women. All right, guys, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the content. Meeting the in-laws. Boy, have I been there, and I have been there many, many times, and most times I do pretty good with it. And the reason that is, is because you want to treat meeting the girlfriend's parents or relatives or brother a lot like a job interview, okay? It's it's pretty logical stuff, but I want to give you some tips on how to do it. So first and foremost is as we're working on ourselves, both by listening to this podcast as well as other self-development podcasts, working on the bullshit in our heads, becoming a superior man, you become what I like to call is just a cool guy. It's the kind of guy who, where you meet him, you're like, oh, okay, this guy's cool, right? Real down to earth, friendly, no ego, no uncomfortable kind of mannerisms, very secure in yourself. And just like a cool guy, like the way I'm talking to you right now, I'm just like a friendly dude who you're like, okay, I could see myself, you know, going camping with Mark and doing a little ATVing together in the woods. So as you work on yourself, you really want to kind of become socially savvy. And one of the ways to become socially savvy is to just pay attention to how other people are reacting to you. Do you creep people out or are you often considered a cool guy? Do you make friends easily? Do you have good social prowess where you pay attention 
to what the other person wants to talk about and you're able to lead the conversation and make them feel better from having met you, which by the way is the definition of charisma. Charisma is leaving other people feeling better from having met you. And that all comes from your energy, it comes from your social skills, and that all comes from practice. So as you develop as a man, one of the things that I always suggest for people is to just talk to everybody. Get good at talking, get good at bantering, and even get good at those bullshit conversations, right? Like a bullshit conversations like, hey, how's the weather? Hey, how you doing today? How's your mom doing? Oh, you go to this college? Yeah. Oh, are those oranges ripe? Or where did you get that watermelon? Like just being able to like cruise with people. Like today I was in the gym and I was doing calves. And as some of you know, I have skinnier calves than a fucking deer on the open plains of the Serengeti. It's absolutely ridiculous. Cannot build them up. And there's this guy I run into sometimes and and he was like giving me some advice about calves and we were kind of like joking together. And then he was like, yeah, sometimes guys come up to me and they're like, bro, don't you ever work legs? And he was like, yeah, man, if you came into one of my leg workouts, you would be absolutely crucified because I kill my legs. And I said, you know what I had said to him? I'd say, bro, the real question is why are you staring at my legs? Right. I did like that frame control reversal that I've taught you guys before. So if somebody stares at your legs and says, don't you ever do leg day? You say the real question is why are you staring at my legs? So he was laughing and like we had like a good positive banter going between us. How do you get good at bantering? How do you get good at talking to people? How do you be more charismatic? How do you be more likable? It's just about practicing. It's just about talking to people. And really, I want to give you guys this. Observe how you're affecting them. Because I get a lot of clients and some of you guys, I'm going to be honest with you, you just kind of have like a weird vibe about you that puts people off. Well, you have to recognize that. You have to ask yourself right now, do I have a weird vibe about me that puts people off? Am I socially awkward? Am I insecure and don't know how to control the frame? Do I not just know how to be cool with somebody and be like, hey, bro, what's going on? You know, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? And like have a good energy, not with this like insecure, ego-based fear behind it, but just be fucking cool and try to leave that person feeling better from having met you. Even if you give them a compliment, like that dude I was talking to, I was like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Your legs are fucking shredded, man. You're doing something right. That made him feel better. And I didn't do it in a supplicatory kind of way. I worked it into the conversation where it was the right time. It felt good. It made him feel good about himself, left him feeling better from having met me. So before you go meet the parents, you need to ask yourself, like, how socially savvy am I? If I'm going to talk to this person, are they going to get a good feeling from me? How's my energy? Am I really a negative person? Am I angry? Do I just want his daughter because she has a nice ass? Or am I truly, genuinely wanting to get to know this girl, wanting the best for her, wanting to make her life better, and be almost like a man in her life that's even as good as her dad was to her? That's the way you got to go into these interactions with the family is like, look, I really like your daughter. I care about her. I'm going to take care of her. I'm going to show her a good time and protect her. And you don't necessarily say that word for word, but that's the vibe you give. Like you're a fucking man. This girl found a man. What does every dad and mom want for their daughter? They want her to find a successful guy, not necessarily monetarily successful, but socially successful, an alpha, a guy who can protect her, show her a good life, be there for her, nurture her, and preside over her as a man is supposed to do. So when you walk into that interaction, I don't want you to be like the beta cuck who's cowering and afraid of the dad, 
Go up to the dad and talk to him man to man. Hey, what's up, Mr. Robertson? Nice to meet you. I'm Mark. Yeah, I've heard a lot about you. You know, she was telling me this, that, and the third. And he'll say, yeah, you know, I heard a lot about you too. I understand you're really into hunting. Be like, yeah, you know, and you guys are just relating and maybe he's into hunting too. And you want to look for commonalities with him. And this is actually different from attracting a woman because when you're attracting a woman, you want to break rapport in a fun way. If you've listened to my podcast for any amount of time, you know what I'm talking about. Say, for example, you have a commonality. You're into hunting and she is too. What you do is break rapport by saying, oh my God, you're into hunting. That sucks. She'd be like, why does that suck? You'd be like, because I would be so much better of a shot than you. Like the elk would walk by. We both have our bows up full draw and I just launch it just perfectly right into the kill zone. You'd freaking miss it over the back. You'd think that you shot it, but really I did. I'd let you think that because I know you're a little bit of a bad shot. But you'd get pissed when you found out that it was my arrow that went through it. And we'd get in a big fight. My nose would whistle and I'd breathe for two months. Too much drama. Goodbye. We're broken up. Do not do that with her dad. With her dad, if he's interested in something that you are and you find out about it, go into it and be like, okay, I'm going to talk about this with him, right? He's really into soccer. He's a soccer coach. Well, I played soccer in high school. I was right midfield. So I would probably try to talk to him about that. So I'd be like, hey, Mr. Robertson, I understand that you're a soccer coach. What, what, do, you, what do you coach? He'd be like, oh, I coach, you know, the high school girls. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, I played high school too. Um, and then you relate to him on that level. So really it's about developing your charisma, developing your ability to just be cool. I just want you to be like a cool guy when I talk to you on the phone. If you hire me, I want to be like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? You'd be like, what's up, man? Been looking forward to this. It's like that building on each other's conversations. And that's something that you'll find with people is oftentimes there's like one-ups out there. And a one-up is you say something and then they try to like beat you and act like they're like superior to you. You don't want to do that with the family. You want to have a collaborative building kind of conversation with the family. You guys find commonalities and then you build on it. You ask them, you seem interested in what they have to say. You ask questions, you do what's called the swiveling spotlight technique, shine it back on them. Man, I've met so many goddamn parents, it's insane. I actually remember one time this one parent was really into um, racing horses. So I was just asking about that and really pretending, I have to say, pretending like I was interested. Like, oh, how much is, is, is a race horse? How do they choose it? Do they really give them steroids? Because I heard they did. And he was going on and on and talking about it. And then he really liked me and I got reported back like, man, my dad really liked you. What'd you do? And I was just like, dude, I just talked about what he was interested in. So that's how you develop your charisma with people. And this is something that's really important as a human being because we as human beings are social creatures. I believe we're just one big social entity, like one organism that works together. And those who are creepy, those who don't know how to socialize, those who aren't socially savvy, they fall to the bottom. And those of us like me and you who understand how to banter, who understand how to build conversations, we rise to the top. So when you go and meet her parents, they're going to be like, okay, okay, this guy's cool. A couple weekends ago, I got a chance to go hunting with a family member, not my family. It was part of Marissa's family. And I love the guy, man. He's a great guy. But what I noticed he did is every time I would bring up something, he would change it into himself. So I'll be like, yeah, you know, I went to, I went to college in Santa Cruz, California. 
and be like, oh yeah, I was in Santa Cruz once and this one time, da, 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 da. And he didn't ask me any questions about like my experience. He didn't ask me anything. In fact, it was funny. I came home and I was talking to Marissa. I was like, if you ask him anything about me, he will not know because every single thing I said, he turned it into a story about himself. Now in his mind, that's conversating. It's relating to each other, but it's not the right way to do it because he's making it all about him. What he should have done is ask me questions and get me to tell stories. And then he relates stories to my stories, asks me more questions. And again, it's a collaborative conversation to which you build on each other. And once again, I've had tons of stressful situations. I remember this one time. I like like Eastern European chicks, particularly Russian girls. So I've dated a ton of Russian girls. And I remember one time I went to go meet this Russian chick's dad. And the guy looked like a fucking gangster. He looked like the quintessential Russian gangster, like bald head, just like that Russian look to him, like all muscular. And he's like, Markovich, what do you want with daughter? And I was like, well, sir, you know, I think uh, we really relate really well. And it just seems like we have a lot of the same interests and stuff like that. And we just get along. So, you know, I think your daughter's great. I think she's a wonderful woman. And I look forward to getting to know her better. And it was very intimidating because he was like this Russian gangster dude, but I was just cool about it. You know, I was just like, hey, we get along really well. And that's obviously what you want to do too. You know, you don't want to say like, damn, the reason I want your daughter, bro, is because she's got some banging ass tits. She's got a perfect ass. Hey, bro, have you seen her ass? What did you do, man? Who gave her that ass? Was that you or the wife, dude? Because God damn, like sometimes, bro. I'll drop something on the ground just to get her to pick her up so I can see your ass. And then sometimes I just smack it like that, bro. Yeah, dog, come here. Give me, give me a high five. No, no, no. Obviously, you want to you wanna make like you're interested in the daughter for her personality, her dreams, her ambitions, who she is as a woman. And you want to build a relationship with her. You know, me as a dad, I mean, I have a one-year-old daughter. I haven't dealt with the dude who's going to come date her. And you guys all know, bro, like when that guy comes, he's fucked. He is fucked, dude. I cannot wait to just frame control this little punk and make him feel like a little bitch, dude. Because anybody who dates my daughter, you're getting fucking knocked out, motherfucker. Anyway, if a dude comes up, like, what would I like? I would like it if he was like, hey, Mr. Singh, nice to meet you. And, you know, I understand you're really into hunting. You know, my dad and I hunt too. And I'll be like, oh, really? Where, where, what do you guys hunt? And they'll be like, oh, we hunt deer and uh, turkey. And sometimes we hunt elk. And I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Have you guys ever done, you know, archery elk hunts? He'll be like, yeah, you know, we went up to GMU 91 up in Red Feather Lakes. And we, we took down, you know, a six-point bull a couple of years ago. It was amazing. If that kid came to me with that kind of conversation, I would go to my daughter and be like, this is a keeper. Go ahead and keep him. And I've had parents say that about me because I'm socially savvy where I bring conversations that they want. They want to talk. People want to talk about themselves. People want to know what you're going to bring to their daughter. And there's the thing too, is parents want you to be ambitious. They want to know you have a good head on your shoulders. They want to know that you have a good moral compass. So you should know if they're religious or not. They need to know that, you know, you're a good dude who's going to make something of himself so that if their daughter ends up with you, she's going to have a good life. That's all they care about. So you need to get into their head and think, what does this person care about? Well, they care about their daughter, that she's going to be healthy and happy and protected and presided over and have a life with you that's really positive. 
So you need to bring that and you bring that via your conversation, the things that you talk about. If you're like in school, you talk about that. You talk about your ambitions and what you want to do. And you be careful for those warning signs that they're going to be looking out for. Like when dude comes over to date my daughter, I'm going to be looking out for like signs of drug use. I'm going to be looking at his car. I'm going to be looking at how he talks to me. Can he look me in the eyes? When he shakes my hand, is it going to be a firm handshake or is it going to be unconfident? And then I'm going to frame check that motherfucker. Be like, Adamovich, what do you want with daughter? And then get him really freaked out and get him to explain himself to me. So that's my advice for meeting the parents, guys. You just got to drop charisma bombs like a C-130 charisma gunship. Make sure that you talk to them in a way that makes them feel good. Make sure that you show all the things that they want for their daughter, ambition, positivity, a life where you can possibly take care of her. Obviously, don't talk about how you just want to hit it and quit it, that you bend that thing over and get it doggy style on the regular. Don't want to talk about that. You want to be almost like a job interview. Present yourself. Obviously, have like clean fingernails, shave, have your hair done good, wear decent clothing, look clean get your car clean and show up with confidence. You don't want to be disingenuine either. Okay. And that means like, like complimenting the mom in a weird way. Like, Oh, Miss Robertson, I think your hair is really beautiful. What did you do with it? Like be real, right? I mean, okay. There's a way to do compliments where it seems genuine, but if you just seem like a bullshitter and I had a childhood friend like this, that my mom hated because he would be like, Oh, Mrs. Singh, you look so beautiful today. And it was like a seven year old little kid who clearly was just bullshitting and just was disingenuous about it. So if you give compliments to the mom, make sure it comes off in a genuine way. Relate to the person. Like just show that you're real. You're a cool guy. And this, by the way, is really important just to seduce women is there's a certain part of us, about 20%, where you need to be real. You need to be genuine. You need to be trustworthy. You need to show like, okay, this is a real dude. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's down to earth. He's charismatic, but I can just talk to him because if you're just doing attraction building techniques the whole time, busting her chops, doing push pull, being cocky, funny, as I call it, that's not going to work either. So what I always suggest is in the first conversation, 80% is that cocky, funny, kind of, kind of being a douche, breaking rapport, just like the break rapport technique I explained previous. And then 20% is just real. Like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Or when you shake your hand, you're like, Hey Kelly, nice to meet you. I'm Mark. You know, like that. And that's what you want to bring to her parents. 100%. Just be real. All right, guys. I hope this helped you out. Hopefully you end up in the situation that I ended up in. And at the end of the day, at the end of the night, when dinner is all done and her and I are going to go back to her place, the dad comes up to you and says, Markovich, you want to date the daughter? Go ahead. And I was like, thank you, Mr. Russian. I really do appreciate it. Hopefully that happens to you guys. If you have any questions about this, feel free to hit me up, coachmarksing at gmail.com. Also, if you find value in my podcast, I very much would appreciate a review. I find that when I ask for them, I actually get them, and that's why I'm constantly inundating you guys and begging you to go do the David Hasselhoff right now and go leave me a review. I promise I will make it worth your time. I'm going to send you three awesome programs. I get guys writing me back all the time and being like, damn, dude, these fucking things are really good, especially the conversation sniper. Whoo, it's shit is funny. I'll give you that as well as three awesome videos. I just ask that you go over, leave a five-star review, preferably 
with some words behind it, shuffle through and try to find a username that iTunes will accept, blow, hit send, and then email me and I will reply back with something to definitely make it worth your time. And I love hearing from you, man. Maybe you and I will get into a short conversation, who knows? So if you could do that for me, I'd very much appreciate it. All right, guys, in the meantime, I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday. I'm coming with an awesome podcast on Wednesday, so please stay tuned for that. And until then, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.